more fun. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hello. Yay, everyone. Welcome, welcome. Welcome. Give people some time to arrive and to come online. Hello, everyone who's joining me here live. We have the full moon. Happy, happy full moon. Happy full moon, guys. And thank you to also for all of my live attendance here in Ubud. So it's really nice to connect. Perfect. And guys, feel free also, if you're here online with me, feel free to interact. Feel free to also ask questions. And I'm very excited to be connecting with all of you as well. So welcome. Thank you. Some new faces, some familiar faces. It's so really great having two workshops in one day. I just keep meeting awesome people and all this fresh, beautiful energy coming in. It's so great, you know, because as I was talking earlier in the previous workshop, you know, about how we're all biologically designed and programmed to connect because that's what our ancestors did. And, you know, just to come, you know, everyone coming out of their caves and enjoying connecting again, talking again, feeling each other's presence again and just talk, collaborate, share ideas and to just feed each other's energy and space so nice to feel that sense of support as well as really right sometimes you know you can feel supported by someone by just having them present they don't have to say anything but you just feel their care you feel their nurturing and you feel their presence with you and that sometimes is so priceless and it's great that we can have that back in our lives again with everything that's opening up and changing so a very very big welcome to the full moon here with me i'm live here in bali in ubud and we have a beautiful audience here with us as well. So we're going to talk a little bit about what's coming up for us here in the full moon. So as most of you know, how the moon cycles influences the ocean and the tides. Like you've seen how amazing high the tides and the ocean can go during full moons. And if it can do that to the ocean tides, what is it doing to our bodies? Because our bodies is at least 60 to 70% water. What? Have you ever thought about that? That's also why on full moons, sometimes new moons, people feel a little bit more antsy. We feel maybe a little bit more nervous, a little bit more maybe emotional. These things coming up, things happening. And it's because these beautiful planets around us is actually having an impact and an influence on the emotional body. Now, as most of you know, we store emotions inside of the body as well. Because that's sometimes when you get a headache, you know, when you had a really stressful day, you have many emotions, but you don't have time to process the emotions. So sometimes you get neck pain or you start to get a headache. Maybe you don't feel well, you just feel really tired. But we don't cognitively, consciously sometimes realize why we feel the way that we do. We only realize that something is not right when we don't feel well. Because that's when we listen, right? We don't listen to the body when things are going well, right? We only listen. When things starts to go wrong we only listen when there's pain we only listen when there's discomfort i always say as most of you here know with my videos also i always say that pain is a call to action but that's awareness of a problem and awareness of problems a problem to have solved but now it begs the question what is the other half of the action that's needed now we know this pain now we just need to tap into tools and different ways of understanding and interpreting information in terms of how can we shift that pain? Because if there's physical pain, it means that there's emotional pain. 
But sometimes when we are so busy with life, we're masters at numbing ourselves. We're masters at, you know, disassociating and avoiding, you know, things that's going on in our life, especially if it makes us feel uncomfortable. So we have to look at what is our coping mechanisms. How do we cope with life? If something bad happens, sometimes we do something to avoid feeling it, right? We, we eat something or we do an activity or maybe we have a glass of wine or maybe we cook something nice or... It's always an action that we take to try and curate a certain amount of relief. We all do that, right? No one, no one is involved in that. Even I sometimes do that too. It's just a, it's a pattern, it's a habit. But these patterns, these habits that give us this slight little bit of relief can also become long-lasting bad habits that can become very unhealthy for us if we're not mindful of that. For example, if you feel maybe a lot of stress, exercise is great, right? It's a really good thing to do. But now if you try to exercise maybe three, four hours a day, oh, that can maybe now be a little bit too much, right? But the emotional euphoria of exercising is so great that you keep chasing that euphoria. But now the problem is, please come, guys. Welcome. Happy yeah. to have you. Grab your yoga mat. <laughs> and so we get stuck in that pattern. We get addicted to the emotional relief. And that's what we end up chasing. Because if you are in a state of distress for maybe a few days or a few weeks or a few months, now your threshold for stress becomes really high. It becomes almost like you start tolerating the stress quite a lot. But now when you have that little bit of maybe 5% of relief, that 5% of just, oh, I, I, I scream and now I feel better. Or, you know, something happened or I did something and it made me feel a little bit better. That action that you took, even if it's just that 5% of relief, that 5% feels so big because you've been in a place of pain for so long. Whereas if you did experience that little bit of 5% relief under normal circumstances, you probably would not even have noticed it. It's the same concept like I love to travel. I travel a lot. So, well, at least I used to before COVID. <laughs> and when I was traveling, I always made a rule that I will stay in like one star, two star hotels. We sometimes had to fight with bed bugs and, you know, the, the, the rooms are not always clean. The sheets are not always washed. And then sometimes I will do that for a week and then I'll stay in a four star hotel. Oh my God. Have you noticed like how much you will just enjoy that? How amazing it is to feel the clean sheets, a clean bath. Now we really appreciate it because we have the contrast. But the point that I'm trying to make is sometimes that contrast feels so great. It feels so relieving that you end up becoming almost addicted to that. And so what I would love to look with you for the full moon. Hi, everyone. Welcome. <laughs> for the full moon for today is to look at where in your life do you feel challenged? But. You've numbed yourself. You are in a place of avoiding it. Because when we are in a place where something is so uncomfortable and so stressful, the body is designed to just automatically adapt. If it cannot find ways to cope with that stress, it adapts. And now sometimes adapting can be really unhealthy. And so 
when we look at maybe and you guys here online you're welcome to interact you're welcome to also you know say, say what's going on for you on this full moon what is coming up because as most of you know the book metaphysical anatomy this is what i wrote and it's great to see kind of like the areas in our body where the stress is coming up where we have been in a place of coping where we have been in a place of just trying to survive and become stuck in a place of numbness and then the only other way that the body has a way of communicating is through pain. It is through discomfort. It gives you a little bit of a shock. Sometimes it's even an ailment. And then we have to stop and look at what is going on. Did you want to move a little bit so I could also see you? <laughs> I would love to also see you and connect with you. You're hiding. That's our hiding instinct. Maybe today is all about looking. And where is she feels challenged? Maybe she hides, or if she's shy, then she hides. Oh, it's the sun. <laughs> you, you're welcome to come sit here. Yeah, it's in the shade. Please come. <laughs> and you, you can come with her here, also in the shade. Yeah, yeah it's maybe easier. It's hot there. <laughs> All right, we're just getting situated. Okay. <laughs> And so for me this week, what's been coming up really, really strong, where I also had to ask myself, where in my life am I numbing myself? Where in my life am I feeling so challenged, but I'm not taking the time to deal with the challenge? But now it begs the question, why are you not taking time to deal with something that's causing you stress? And instead we numb. Of course, it's easier. It becomes a coping strategy. We all do that. I do that too. And by the time I know it, I'm like, I'm on the phone. I'm like, am I messed up? I'm like, can you come today? No, ma'am, I'm going to come tomorrow. Can you? No, today. It's like, <laughs> because you feel that stress, you feel that pain. And then I realized like, okay, all right. The massage is great, but let's also have a look at what's going on. What is it that's been happening that I failed to recognize? Because one thing that I've learned with, for those of you who are new, is, you know, having worked with more than 6,000 people one-on-one, 40 countries, you start to understand and see patterns in people, right? If someone has now, for example, arthritis in their right hand and they live in Australia and someone in Canada could also have arthritis in their right hand. And when you look at the emotional stress happening in their life and also the emotional trauma and triggers, it's the same. It's the same. But they have different cultures. They have different values. They have different beliefs. So what's happening? It was a really cool discovery to see how it works. And it's because biologically we all respond to stress and trauma the same way. If you have certain emotional stressors or people or relationship dynamics that makes you feel a certain way over and over and over again, what we do is we numb ourselves to it. And when we numb ourselves to it or we revert to different coping strategies, what happens is that the energetic body becomes out of alignment because negative emotions causes a disruption energetically in the body where you sometimes feel like blocked energy. Sometimes you feel just tension in the heart, but you don't have a heart problem, right? You just feel tension there. That's because of an emotional stress that's there. Now, if we look at the combination of that, right, we have emotions in the hippocampus. That's now in the brain. That's the emotional brain. We also have instinctive responses, which is just below the hippocampus. But what happens is when we have instinctive responses and emotional stress being triggered in the mind, 
by us seeing the stress in our life. Those signals run through our mind, our heart, and then to our body. That's why you sometimes feel, oh, a part of me wants to do this, but my gut says no. Right? Because sometimes we have instinctive reactions and responses to people. Sometimes you know you've met people and you just go, oh, I don't know, I don't like this person. Well, this situation doesn't feel good. And you feel it in your body, but you can't explain it. You just know it. You just feel it. But you feel conflicted. Should I listen? Should I not? And that's because we have emotions and the instinctive responses running through the same path. And now depending on where your emotional stress has been taking place in your life, it can get blocked. And these messages also get delivered incorrectly. And sometimes these messages keep firing and they're firing and they're firing. And depending on the type of emotion that you have will also depend on the type of part in your body that starts to feel stress. So, for example, I've noticed when people have problems with their mom, stomach, stomach, either ulcers, gastric acid, a lot of pain, a lot of bloatedness, or feeling a need to eat a lot to feel that sense of needing nurturing by mom, because maybe the nurturing was a little bit harsh. Um, you can look at neck problems, feeling controlled by someone or your circumstances based on the direction that you want to move into your life, but you don't have the self-worth to say, no, this is what I want. You try to please everyone, and then you start having neck pain. Sometimes when you have a headache, it can be because you feel in conflict with your environment. There's too much happening and you feel overwhelmed. Maybe you lost some kind of structure during the day. And all that stress is now accumulating. And normally headaches is based on exactly what is happening in your environment or what was priorly happening that day. Someone said something or you're doing something that is in conflict with how you feel and where it is that you want to move into in your life, or maybe something that you want to do that day. So there's some kind of conflict. And that conflict is not addressed by finding a solution because that's all that the body wants. The body wants to have solutions. And the only way that it can create a solution is to get your attention. Right? Can we get books for these two ladies and also for her and for her? So you can have a look. And maybe see what has been going on in your body. And maybe for, the, for, for them in the back as well, just to see what's been happening today. But just to reference today what's going on. Maybe you have stuff coming up. Because this book is in my head, so I know everything that's going on in here. <laughs> and to see where do you perhaps feel challenged. Like for me, a lot of my challenges, especially on this full moon, really showed up in my arms. I talked about that in the healing circle earlier today. It's really showing up for me in my arms because my greatest challenge that I feel challenged with today is feeling that sometimes there's people in my life that just completely disrespect every single effort that I make to help and support and feeling taken advantage of at the same time and feeling now really angry about it. But now also realizing, well, maybe where was my boundaries within that? Where did I fail to have boundaries? Why was I giving so much in the first place? And then I was really feeling into it, and I realized that sometimes people misinterpret kindness, kindness for stupidity. Sometimes people misinterpret kindness as a weakness. People think, oh, that person's kind. Oh, I can just 
you know, take advantage. I'll always get away with it. They will never have boundaries. And I realized that I was trying to project a type of dynamic with someone who's not used to being treated with kindness. They're not used to being treated with kindness. And that kindness is interpreted as a weakness and now being an opportunist, taking advantage of that. And so I was really feeling that emotional frustration today in my arms, deeply, deeply feeling it in my arms. Like my arms were vibrating. I was so sad. I was so upset. Like it just felt like it was just vibrating. And I realized that because when you look at the arms, it made perfect sense. It's all about feeling unable to control what you receive, but still wanting to give. It's that conflict between the two. And so today I decided to go for my Thai boxing for the first time in my life. So I was there 45 minutes, you know, three minutes is bah, 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 and kick, 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 and then push-ups, and then jump rope, you get a one-minute break. And then again, three minutes, just bah, 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 and you go like that for 45 minutes. I'm telling you, I was flat on that floor today. <laughs> flat on that floor. But it was a good experience for me to actually physically release instead of energetically trying to release it, but just to physically get that fight instinct out as well because fight sometimes you feel like you want to box a little bit right you want to you want to get a bit aggressive but that's not really my nature so for me it was a really healthy way to just kind of like get rid of that stress and so what i would love to connect with you today when you can look at the book you're welcome you can look at the table of contents now actually so let's have a look and see maybe if you have physical tension right now, you can look at maybe where in your body do you feel that tension. And then you can look at the table of contents and you can go, do you feel tension maybe in the stomach or the leg or the back or the neck? And then you can go and read and see what is your psychosomatic message that's coming up right now. And if you don't have pain, who, who does not have physical pain right now? You? Do you have do you have some physical tension or pain? No? That's okay. So what we'll do is we'll look at the emotional stress and then see where in your body do you feel the emotional stress. And then we can look at what is the psychosomatic meaning of that pain. So we can do it that way as well. So if you don't have physical pain, what we will do right now is just all take a nice deep breath. And for those of you who do have physical pain, keep reading. <laughs> okay, nice deep breath, everyone. I love to take a nice deep breath because it resets the frontal cortex and it tells the body, the nervous system, to relax. And now, I invite you now just to observe your life. You can keep your eyes open or you can close it. But I invite you now to observe your life in the here and now, as it is been unfolding, perhaps this year or this week.
And I invite you now to feel and observe and to look. Where in your life do you feel really challenged with something right now? It can be anything. Maybe it's a person that you just feel tired of dealing with. Maybe it's a negative pattern and habit that you're just tired of, you know, being stuck in, but you don't know how to shift it. Maybe it's like you're in a relationship and you're just tired of it. You just feel challenged by it. Maybe it's something from the past that has just been really bothering you, just really bugging you. And you haven't fully shifted. I'm just going to give you a minute now to feel into that. And I invite you to be honest with yourself because this is an internal process. There's no one to disrupt your process or to invite it in any way, shape, or form. And I invite you now, as you're observing that challenge, you're becoming aware of the emotional discomfort, tension, or stress. Where in your body do you feel that emotion? Maybe you feel the emotion in the form of tension or maybe heaviness. Or you just get a sense like maybe it's, I feel it maybe around my stomach area. Or maybe it's around my neck. Or maybe I feel the presence in my head or my neck. And be playful. Have fun with this. There's no wrong or right way of doing it. It's almost like, where's the starting point of that emotion? And the best thing and first step to do right now is to just be okay with that challenge being there right now. Be okay with it. Completely surrender and let go of resisting. Because the more you resist it, the more you are locking it into your emotional body. It's almost like giving that stress, that discomfort, permission to just be there. Let it be. I 
for some of you here, even here, if you just purely feel uncomfortable because you're not 100% sure what to do or how to connect, connect to that discomfort. That's perfect. inviting you now to hear, feel, see, or sense a beautiful ball of light above your head, which represents your consciousness, your higher awareness. And allowing that ball of light to drop down, 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 into the area of your body where you feel that stress, where you feel that discomfort. And allowing any message that's there to come forward right now. Let go of thinking about it too much. Just one, two, three, boom, what does it say? Maybe it shouts at someone. Maybe it says something. Maybe you see someone's face or you hear a voice. Perfect. So we have people here online also saying that they want to exercise more, but not feeling the motivation at the moment. Perfect. So you're going to tap into the lack of motivation, feeling the challenge of that lack of motivation. Someone else here said anxiety. Perfect. Allow the anxiety to be there. And now I invite you, we're going to do something a little bit different today. I invite you to surrender to how you feel. Whatever that discomfort is right now, pretend, imagine, it is just melting into your body and out of your body. Instead of trying to reject it and push it out, bring it in. Let it be. And what you, what you might find and realize is as you do that, it starts to dissipate. And that's because allowing is the opposite of resistance. And it's in that place of allowance 